you're listening to The Nature Connection Show on Natural Health Radio with Sarah Turner of Essentially Flowers Training and Moonflower Essences. Your weekly connection direct to the heart of nature. Welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Sarah Estelle Turner and welcome to this week's uh, Nature Connections show. Um, I'm joined this week by Indra Singh of Silent Moon um, and shortly I'm going to be chatting with Indra about her work and the magic that she's weaving with the world. Um, this particular series of the Nature Connections shows is focusing on beautiful women that I know and who I've worked with or worked alongside who have taken their courage and their magic and shared their gifts with the world and are now reaping the benefits and have beautiful abundant businesses. So it's in that light that I'm introducing you to Indra today. Um, this particular series is called Healers Can Be Entrepreneurs and I'm holding all of this energy in the light of that it's perfectly safe and absolutely needed for us as healers to step out into the world, support ourselves and help many, many people, if, of course, that is our wish. So let me introduce you to Indra. So Indra's journey with nature began many, many years ago. During her yoga training, she would escape to the woods or the sea to ground her energy and find her way again. Her connection to the moon and the moon cycles was also profound. Indra took part in the Essentially Flowers Practitioner Diploma in Flower and Vibrational Medicine and graduated in 2014. Indra took the diploma originally for self-awareness, but before she knew it, the Silent Moon Imaginarium was born. Flowers have helped Indra heal past pains and brought her to a place of being able to discover her authentic truth. So welcome, Indra. It's thank you to have you here sharing this part of yourself now. Thank you. Wow, what a ride, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> yeah. So we met probably back in 2013 when you began the diploma. As I shared, um, it was the moon that actually drew you in. Absolutely. And the cycles of what we do. So here you are now, um, how, what are we, four years later, which is actually not a long time, if we think of it really, with your own business. You had no idea when you began the diploma, did you, that you'd be doing this? No, not at all, <laughs> which is great. So share with everybody a little bit um, what happened to take you from that place of, okay, I want to know this and I'm drawn to do it to be now being a successful business mm. thanks Sarah well first I have to say thank you very much to you because if it wasn't for you um, and your support as a teacher and a facilitator um, I, I wouldn't be here um, and I'm glad I met you in another form <laughs> but it's it's just great that I was guided and I was I was led to your course and 
yeah, like you say at the beginning, yoga was was my initial place of healing where I where I worked with not only my own energy but for other people as well. Um, you know, that was that was a thing that I did for a number of years. And then nature called me. And I think it is a is something that nature does. I spent some time in Peru. I worked with um, plant medicine, and then I was called to to through through my through working with plant medicine. I was then called to work with uh, the flowers in the UK and around the world, wherever I was. However, I ignored it. <clears throat> I ignored it for a couple of years, and then I was led to your course. And the reason I, I was really attracted to, to your course um, in particular was because you work with the moon energy. And the moon energy to me is, is vital as a woman. And, and I was always connected to the moon energy and the cycles. And being obviously cyclical people, we, we work with the cycles naturally, whether it's through nature, whether it's through the moon. Every day there's something cyclical going on in our lives, whether it's working in routine, whatever. You know, that's part of who we are. And I started the course, and I started the course as my own journey. And I, I, really, I really thought it was, it was just about me, for selfish, purely selfish reasons. I, I wanted to heal myself with nature. I wanted to get deeper into working with, with the essences. Um, and I only ever knew about batch flower essences, which were absolutely amazing. And I wanted to take it further and work with other different producers which is what I did. However, before I knew it, and I remember this very, very well in the, in the training, all of a sudden I just remembered that labels were being produced, bottles were being produced. I was bottling my own energy. Oh, well, through me, as, I, as you taught us very well, that the, the flowers work through us and we're the vessels. And, um, and all of a sudden these creations were, were being created uh, through moonlight. And it was, it was very much a wow a wow time and it, I remember coming to you and saying I've got these essences and they're just they're moonlight essences and they're they're called silent moon and this is them <laughs> and you know I need to take them out into the world and that's how it happened and to be honest Sarah it was almost like it happened overnight it wasn't something that I could say I did anything really I was I was led I was led by nature um, and if I look at it look look back now I still see that it was very it was almost like it was almost like I was in a dream that oh they were created and there they are um, and I guess that was to me that, that that just showed it was right because I was led I was guided along the way there was no obstacles in front of me and it was natural so yeah that's how it really happened I hope I've answered that question <laughs> it has and I think that it's certainly been my experience as well is that when we um, I often use the analogy of a surfboard you know you see the wave sort of coming you make a decision to go to the sea to start with and then you yes. watch what's happening and then if we use the surfboard a big wave comes you know yeah. you want to do something you take your courage and you get on the board but once you're on the board you're on the board mm. and you yeah. know you can jump off which probably wouldn't be very comfortable or you can hold your balance and ride the wave and wait mm. till it delivers you to the other side yeah absolutely. So that's kind of what it feels as if you're you're sharing there there's that yeah something you, you got on a wave maybe you got on a moonbeam or something we use a moon yes moon yes right <laughs> so um 
So what I'd love us to have a chat about, because clearly what we have, we have a lot in common, but that the core thing that we have in common is working with the moon. Absolutely. Essences in moonlight. Now, um, traditionally, essences are made in sunlight, whatever traditionally means. Mm. And we're not the first to make essences in moonlight. It's been done for centuries and lifetimes and eons. So we're not claiming that. But most people don't make essences in the moon. So Mm. what calls to you about moonlight and essences in the moon? Where do I start? There's so much. Um, Well, you use the word magic a lot, and I do as well. There's a lot of magic for me in the moon. Um, And I've always got my connection as being one of alchemy with the moon. You know, I've just loved that about the moon. And I resonate with the moon for that reason. And when I created the essences, I wasn't quite sure until I started to get a massive amount of testimonials what was going on. Um, And I put them out there. Um, There wasn't any real fear, I would say, of putting them out there. What it was was what was going to happen, you know, what were people going to come back with? And as the business has gone on, I've I've noticed that there's been one um, line, one thread that's really run through uh, the testimonials. And it's been about really touching on the shadow energy that we all hold because that's part of our wholeness. And I know that my particular essences, I call them elixirs, but they are essences, not to confuse anybody when they go to Silent Moon page, that they are called elixirs on there, but they are flower essences. Um, That they they touch on the shadow and they're for the people who can who really want to face their shadow. They're for the people who want to bring their shadow to the surface, to look at it and to say, okay, this is being brought up to be released. So let's take say jealousy. If we were feeling jealous and we wanted to really face that jealousy and look at it from a place of, you know, how can I heal this instead of constantly pushing it down? The moon energy supports that. And that's what I found with my essence is that it's brought people's shadow up. And this is nothing witchy. It's nothing about bad energy and bad, you know, shadows or anything like that. We all hold the shadow within us, whether we like it or not. We all have it. We all have those feelings of anger. We all have those feelings of jealousy. We all have these, what we would call negative feelings, but they make us whole. So we need to bring them up to the surface to bring them into harmony, into balance. And that's what moon energy does. And that's what my moon essences do um, to people. And I've seen that um, running through the theme of my elixirs. So I really, um, when when I've noticed that and I've brought that together and I've asked people a little bit, sort of deeper about what it what it is that they've done they've the, the main thing that they say is that they bring them into balance and harmony so that they can move on in their wholeness and their authentic truth and that's my goal is to bring people into their authentic truth and that's only I've only noticed that's what I've wanted to do through working with my flower essences because I've seen it in my clients it's my clients who've been my teachers I've, they've mirrored me, I've mirrored them, and I've seen that. And that to me is then what I need to do is to bring that energy into the world, is to say, okay, that's what we need to do. We all need to stand in our authentic presence, which a lot of people unfortunately don't do. Um, and you can do that by working with the moonlight. So, yeah, yeah, it's profound and it's lovely to hear, 
Hilda's story and said with such passion as well. And yeah, I, it is passionate. <laughs> I, um, I think it's needed. And what I think maybe we can just kind of hold the energy is for others um, who may be starting their journey or maybe this may even be a seed to awaken somebody's journey. I don't know. But in, in however, whoever listens and needs to receive this, is that, and I firmly believe this too, is that some, I get asked a lot, you know, how do I start? What do I do? Who are my clients? You know, all this kind of thing. And it's like, well, we need to start walking. Yes. And allow people to come towards us and they will show us what it is we need to do. And yes, it will be usually our stuff because by walking our path, we heal our stuff. Mm -hmm. our clients massively reflect it back to us not that we we engage on that level with them but we just hold a space of, of walking towards and, and learning so if anybody's listening take heart from indra's journey there that sometimes we just need to start walking and yeah. over a space of time and it does take time mm -hmm. we start to hear and receive back our own vibration did, would, has that been your experience yeah yeah i remember when we when i started the diploma and i was i don't know if you remember this but i was really um and i don't mind people knowing because i was terrified of doing a one-to-one -one client i remember it well you know and when i had my first one-to-one -one client one thing that you said to to us all sarah was that um we, we mirror each other and you, you know, there'll be a lot that your client says to you that you will really resonate with. But now I'm seeing that on a bigger scale. I'm seeing what you said then in that room, in that yurt, as on a bigger scale, as in all my clients that come to me, 95% of my clients are in the US um, and, and, and it's growing in, in the UK now um, because I think the Americans are a lot more open um, to actually facing a lot of, of what they've got going on. And so I've seen on a wider scale um, that people, you know, are really into facing their shadow. And so I'm mirroring, I'm obviously a mirror to that. I mean, I, I, do, I do all I can to live my authentic truth. I mean, that's very important to me, but I am still learning. And I don't know, that's why I like to talk about the onion, because I think about an onion and its layers. It's like we're all working towards that center and we're all peeling away to get to the center, whether we will in this lifetime or not. It doesn't matter. It's the journey, a journey along the way, not the destination. And I see that in my clients and I've, I've got testimonials. I've got proof of, of people who have started their own businesses, um, going from having a, a, a reaction to, to the essences. And I'm talking like we, we say on the on essentially flowers we talked about healing crisis which you go through with the flower energy because it's so strong and i've seen people going through those healing crises and actually allowing themselves nurturing themselves through it and then seeing themselves creating uh, businesses out the other side you know becoming jewelers becoming international yoga teachers i've had one lady who now travels around japan teaching yoga because of you know, partly, I won't say it's fully me, but partly from doing, you know, taking silent moon elixirs and sticking to the journey of what she really wants to do and, and being a powerful woman and going, I can do this. And, you know, she's called me up a few times and sort of said, you know, can I? Of course you can. And we just need that, you know, that, you know, that support with each other. We need to support each other. We don't, we need to stop fighting each other. And, and hold each other, you know, especially in this work, because we all need to care for each other. 
You know, we can't always just hold the space for ourselves. We need that support. I'm talking a lot now, so. <laughs> it's a lot of I mean, I just uh, heard, I, you know, I, you're in your power and it's what you do. <laughs> you get passionate. That's the wave though, isn't it? Mm. That, that is the wave when we actually yeah. kind of get so passionate that it just comes through us. Yeah. I, I do feel though um, that there is a lot of people out there that, um, that fight each other. And it's like, why are we not just coming together as a community and supporting each other in this space? You know, whether we work with, well, whatever we do, whether we're Reiki masters, whether we're flower essence creators or, or whatever we do, it, it, it's really important that we hold space for each other because I think often the, the convent, whatever the conventional world is, they think that we're, we're just a, you know, a load of, of voodoo. And, you know, that's not, that's not what we are. You know, we're here to help not only the planet, but to, to support people in a natural way through the energy of the earth and why would we fight each other we need to support each other with this energy so i i feel very strongly about that that you know we need to face the shadow that comes up within us to actually work with each other in a wholesome way mm -hmm. that's what's important certainly that's important to me and I, I think that's important to you as well absolutely yeah and well it's what it's what um vibrational medicine does really yeah um and it sounds to me through our sharing today as if the moonlight energy is, is going to enhance that because the sunlight energy does that too. Okay, and I'm kind of literally drawing this through as I say, it seems to add um, an element of bringing through the power and the wisdom that is in our genes, in our the seeds that we carry within us and awakens that, you know, like wise woman within. Yes, yeah. And in fact, when we kind of spoke about what we wanted to talk about today, one of the words that you used was the power of the wild one. So tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> what's, what's that? I mean, I think we well, can see it in you, but yeah. tell us a little the bit. The wild one, I, th I think the wild one, I, I created um, three flower elixirs made in Mother Crone, which is my, my trilogy of... Um, that energy of, of the three aspects of us, but there's a fourth aspect, which you see in the Gypsy of Avalon, which I created in Glastonbury in a, a couple of months ago, which is the, the essence of freedom. And really she's the, the wild one that I, I know is, the wild one's where I am right now. It, it's from the mother, I've, I've gone from the mother into the wild one, waiting for my crone stage. <laughs> and, and the wild one to me is, I, I feel is, is the woman who's maybe in her mid forties, who's, who's as children, you know, if we want to stereotype type it there, we, you know, it's like, we all, we all fit this, these different energies through our lives and you know, these archetypes work through us. But if we want to look at it in, you know, as, as this woman, 40 year, 40 year old woman, 40 something who's got children, but they're maybe a little bit older and she needs to sort of step into her truth and her authenticity she kind of knows what it is, but it's hiding somewhere. And she wants to really, really find out what it's about. And um, so that is what I work with. That's the energy I work with. I've actually just, um, just created um, a wild woman um, course, one-to-one course that I've, I've put out there for just six people. Because 
facing that woman is, I mean, it, it's, it's freedom. It's pure freedom to be able to touch that space and to be who you truly are. Now, people can say, I feel freedom, I feel freedom. But do you truly feel freedom within you? I mean, we've got a lot of restrictions that are so covered over by conditioning and what grounds you know the world where we live and how it affects us and it's being able to be in that true freedom and that authenticity pleasing yourself you know it's good to self also those that live with you i'm going to say that again because i think the internet was slightly unstable there honoring those that live you live with you as well as well as honoring yourself and it's again it's back to balance and harmony um so the wild one is is, is that is that person who's, who's who's finding herself and i want to say i'm saying herself but i also mean himself as well mm. powerful stuff yeah yeah it's powerful because i'm also working through it as well and again we're talking about the mirror you know i'm i'm Another thing for me, Sarah, is the physical body. You know, the, the, many people know that I suffered with, a, a, with an eating disorder all the way through my, my teens, which is what got me into yoga. Being hidden away for so long physically um, that I now sort of honour myself, you know, the, the mother that I am, the um, goddess that I am, the sexy woman that I am, you know, the passionate woman that I am, all those aspects of me that I find really important that all of us as women should be able to honour in a, in a way in this world that isn't sabotaged, that is, is part of who we are. You know, the entrepreneur, that woman <laughs> that we are now allowed to be, you know, stand up and be through healing as well in the, in the healing world. Yeah, I think it's it's such powerful times to be alive. Very, very powerful yeah. because of what you're sharing, um, women now, and we don't want to sort of um, not include men. But I think it's it's easier to talk with the woman archetype, and this will include men too. But women yeah. have opportunities right now that our mothers did not have. Absolutely, yeah. We yeah. just did not have. We have. We have the opportunity now to be the wild one and to earn money in ways that our mothers did not. Mm. Most of our generation, you know, our mothers were, you know, like um, many of us are kind of post-war sort of babies where the women were in a completely different space. So this is probably the first generation of women mm. to actually be able to earn a living from being the wild woman within, the wild man within yeah. ways. So it's Absolutely. very powerful times and we're very lucky. Yeah. But you also, you, you put yourself, when you're doing it, you put yourself out there because it also attracts a lot of fear. It's like, oh, you know, she's, she's being, she's being this woman and she's judged. And I mean, I know that I get judged for it, but it's the most important thing to me in the world to stand in my authentic truth and that includes the wild woman so why wouldn't i honor it why wouldn't i nurture it and um it's 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 really important and, and i've learned I've, I've only really really learned that since beginning my journey with with the flower essences you know it's 
they're so powerful you know they are they're just they're just amazing yeah i mean i think from my experience of them myself and from working with many others through the diploma and also now through the create magical business mm. many of us have done loads of work before we come to essences in a committed yes. serious way but and each modality does it's what it does fluorescence yes. don't do everything yeah. what they do do is they they knit together they often are the glue that brings everything together so they kind of like make it i was gonna say real it's not it's not real before but they kind of they take us to a point where we walk through a door that we can't and then the door will close behind us and you have no choice to keep walking <laughs> you can't go back <laughs> no you can't <laughs> and not everybody's ready for that though mm-hmm. and that's fine and I found that you know it was it was like when I worked in Peru I I, I very I strongly when I worked with the, the shaman knew that I had to work with the uh, nature kingdom and I wasn't ready because I had a gap you know and I came it came back to me again I mean it came back to me through you you know you were the person in the UK that I worked with um, and it's like, okay, I understand now, this is what I have to do. And you're right, absolutely right. You walk through a door, the door shuts, and then you take the next corridor, and then the next door shuts. And you just can't, you can't go back, you know. If, you know, if I could tell people the amount of stuff that's happened to me in the, in the time that I've been taking flower essences, I don't think people would believe it, you know. But if you are on the growth journey, which I certainly am, um, in the transformation journey, then you know it's such a great way to do it. It's a pretty yeah. fast track, isn't it? It's Very <laughs> fast track, yeah. So I know something else that I, I think you've kind of touched on this. So, um, but I think it's good to maybe name it something. Two other aspects of you that are very, very important for you to share through your work are creativity and tu- intuition. Mm. So. Yeah. And I say you've touched on the sort of oversoul of that, but just share with us a little bit about what that means to you and how you help people on their life journey through creativity and mm. I guess trusting their intuition. Yeah. Well, I have a strong belief within within me that everybody has creative energy and that's that's the truth. You know, we all have it and it, it lies can lie dormant in some people. But I find as a, I'm, I write a lot, and so it was always very important for me to get to that space of being able to write my book. <laughs> and working with the flower essences, the flower essences was what really supported my writing and being able to put my words out there because I was frightened to do it because I was frightened that people were going to judge me, they were going to criticise what I wrote about, and I really really feel that when working with certainly with my flower essences that that's what happens to people it's like something happens within the sacral that really opens them up to their creative truth and whether that's being a musician a writer an artist a a, a yoga teacher a jewelry maker something happens that just allows them to blossom like a flower literally and i think being creative is one of the things that is really important to your authenticity because we all have it within us. And meditation is a huge thing for me. That's, I mean, that's a daily practice for me. And 
people will say to me, well, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know. I, I know that there's something more within me creatively, but I don't know how to do it. And I don't know how to, to step into that door and how to, to look at it. Meditation is the thing that will connect you to your intuition and help you see what it is that you need to do. Um, and I know that it's very easy to go around trying all different things to see if, you know, that's for you. But I think for me, it's been sitting with who I really am. And um, by meditation, I've been able to open myself intuitively and really work with with that and then help me see through nature is what I really... I mean, I'm working with the nature kingdom and the fairies. And we, we can talk about the fairies and the elementals and people will... They've criticised and judged me for, for doing that. But, you know, that's okay. They can do that. That's where my intuition comes from. It comes from the nature kingdom. I can sit in nature. I can meditate. I can work with the fairy energy. I can work with the elves. I can work with the pixies and they can tell me all that I need to do and what I need to create next. So everything that I've created on the fluorescent side has come through, through their energy, through my intuition. And then they're then just channeling themselves through me. And, you know, each bottle is, come from seed to, to, to bottle or from plant to bottle. I try most, I, I try where I can to actually work with the plant myself, you know, create it, you know, work with it myself, grow it myself so that I know where the energies come from. Mm -hmm. It's not always possible, but most of the time you can do that. Mm -hmm. And so to me, yeah, it's the creative energy and the intuition, they come hand in hand to me. Mm -hmm. You know, and um that really is also powerful, you know, sensitive people, I think, will connect with that very strongly because I know me being extremely sensitive and also having to keep that in balance as well as being able to sort of go, okay, I'm, I'm bringing this wonderful business out there. I need to keep my sensitivity but I also need to take myself out there. How do I stay strong and grounded in my creative, intuitive truth and still put myself out there on social media? Because social media is a hard place to be when you're sensitive and you need to be able to know what it is that you truly are, you know, before you can actually put yourself out there because otherwise you can get really distressed by the people that, <laughs> yeah. that are out there trying to poke at you. Very um, important advice i don't know if that's the right word but i think it comes through as no, that to um just acknowledge it it doesn't necessarily make it any easier but i think as as what you were saying before it's about okay so this is how it is yes. can we support each other it's not personal mm. it doesn't happen to just one person it happens across the board to certain kinds of people you will all receive a different slightly different experience of it but it happens and it's not personal so we just need to join hands and walk forward so thank you indra it's been ah it's just been lovely to listen welcome to spend time with you and to hear um how far you've come and just the passion you have for taking your work forward um I'd like to ask you one more thing, just very briefly. If you had, I think you've already done it um, in many ways, but if you could give just a few words of encouragement to anybody that's listening right now who is a healer, who wants to be a healer, who would absolutely love to bring through them their gift and make money authentically, but 
reach many people, but you know, feel, find in them that experience of being supported through money so that they can do their work more easily. What would be your advice to them? Where do I start? I think self-belief and, and really being able to stand in your truth and really know what it is that you want and stay grounded, stay balanced, stay in harmony with yourself and don't let anybody tell you that what you're doing is not the right thing. Because if you really truly believe in it and you want to get it out there, then you have all the support from the universe and from nature to, to help you. It's, it's there. It really is there. Thank you. Yeah, very, very powerful advice. So before we say goodbye, would you share with everybody how they can find out more about what you do, how they can buy your elixirs? And by the way, elixir is the French word for essence. I don't know if you know. Ah, <laughs> I did not actually know that. I just like the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so um you can find me at www.silent-moon.co.uk that's where um i hang out at the imaginarium that's my online presence also um six magical moon rituals which is free at the imaginarium.love which is your free download of how to um work with the moon energy on a ritual side if you like ritual and that's totally free so you can get that at www.theimaginary.love and i'm also um at putney um ethical festival next week not this weekend but the weekend after um i'll be there selling my wares um which is an event that's going to be happening all over London. For, I think about three or four, I don't know if I've got it right here, but a few festivals a year and that are going to be, that are going to be occurring in different buildings that, are not, that aren't used in London um, just to promote ethical wares and natural healing and yoga. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be there the 12th and 13th, so come and see me. And that's it. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. So if people watch or listen to this after that event, and then they want to find out about your elixirs, they just go to your site, Silent. Yeah. Yeah. Silent-moon.co.uk. Thank you. You're a bit of a periscoper as well, aren't you? Oh, Periscope and Facebook Live. We forgot. (laughs) Yeah, Periscope at Silent Moon Imaginarium and um, the same on Facebook, Silent Moon Imaginarium as well. Yeah, and I share often on there as well, so please join me. Thank you. Thank you, Indra. Thank you for sharing with yourself. Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye. Hi.